They might even try to launch their arrows at the heavens. Allah is my witness, you cannot compete with them. They consider you nothing more than a speck of dust. Now tell, should I be annoyed with you or should I not? Why are you sleeping at this time? Are you pleased with the life of this world in exchange for the hereafter and have therefore stooped heavily to the earth like drunkards? What has benumbed you so that you have become a victim of loss? O honorable people, what strength has survived in you? By Allah, nothing remains save our Lord, the great bestower. I do not know what you earned in the past and what you will gain from your worldly resources in the future and how your wisdom, which is no more than a fly, will come to your help and what adornment you exhibit through these garments. When I stood up among you and claimed to be from Allah the Benevolent, you became angry and furious, calling me an imposter. You said that this man is a liar and considered me to be like Satan the accursed. You did not even pay attention to the time, whether he called for the Antichrist to spread misguidance or the Reformer to revive the faith and return to you what you had lost. By Allah, I am from him and have not done anything with falsification. Indeed, you committed a great wrong when you undertook to declare me a disbeliever and to humiliate me. You even ignored the crimes that are being committed today against Islam. So I cry for you with flowing tears and falling teardrops in the same way as you laugh and mock at me. What has gone wrong with you that you neither reflect upon your own selves nor upon the debilitating state of Islam? Are you not fed up with Antichrist that you crave for another one in this frightful time and in these threatening days? I've come to you at the turn of the century and at a time of true need. The lunar and solar eclipses, earthquakes, and the plagues have all testified to my truth. It amazes me that you witness the signs, but still your doubts do not vanish. O scholars, is this what your insight tells you? Nay, the pride which you kept secret and still hide has intervened between you and your righteousness. Indeed, you have become blind so you cannot see the mischief of the enemy. You call me the Antichrist and do not use any insight. You issue the verdict that I am a disbeliever, rather a greater disbeliever than all those who disbelieved in the prophets. What a marvel your declarations are. The wonder upon wonder is that you do not hold those to be Antichrists who from among the Christians and unbelievers want to totally destroy the faith. On the contrary, I am the Antichrist, rather the worst of all those who spread mischief. Hence, I cry out unto none other than Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. Whilst you have declared me a kafir, how can it be expected that the admonishment of the disbelievers would do you any good? But I wanted to narrate the hardship that I have borne in the way of Allah. It was for this reason that my discourse deviated towards narrating them. May God have mercy on you. What has gone wrong with you that you do not shun cruelty and transgression? Neither do you fear the all-knowing God, the Lord of reward and punishment. O oh, my people, I have come from my Lord at the appointed time. I speak not but when he wants me to speak. I convey to you the message of truth, but you respond with curses. I do not comprehend your vile response. You have imitated the Jews so much so that your shoes resemble their shoes and your statements resemble their statements. The Jews, on account of their miserliness, called Jesus, 
Isa, who was a prophet of God Almighty, the Antichrist. Similarly, I have been given the same name by you. Thus you have resembled them in word and deed. Indeed, if it had not been for the sword of the government, I would have seen the same thing from the disbelievers as Jesus saw. Hence, it is not out of sycophancy, but rather out of sincere gratitude for the favor it has done us that we thank this government. By Allah, we have been blessed with such peace under this government as cannot be expected from any Islamic government. This is why I consider it utterly wrong to raise the sword against this government in the name of jihad. I rather deem it unlawful for any Muslim to wage war against it or support a rebellion or an insurgence against it, for the government has been kind to us in numerous ways, and one must respond to kindness with kindness. There is no doubt that this government guarantees us peace on account of which we have survived the cruelties of the people of this age. However, we make no secret of the fact that we are against the Christian clergymen, rather we are their foremost opponents. The reason for this is that they declare a weak and humble human being to be the Lord of all the worlds, and forsake the true creator of the heavens and the earth. Indeed, Allah knows that they are liars who fabricate and antichrists who interpolate. We know for a fact that the government is not with them. It neither incites them to adopt such behavior nor does it help them. Instead, the government is Christian only in name. They have formulated laws by themselves and have placed the gospel behind their back. How can we call them Christians? They are rather different people with different views. They do not read the gospel, neither do they act upon its commandments, nor do they pay attention to it. When it comes to deciding a dispute, we find them just and fair. During certain court cases, I have experienced this for myself. They respect us better than many others. They wish to be peaceful and want others to do the same. The night we spend under them is better than the day we spent under the idolaters. Therefore, gratitude towards them is incumbent upon us, and if we do not thank them, we would be sinful. In short, we found this government benevolent to us. The book of God Almighty has made it incumbent upon us to be grateful to it. This is the only reason why we thank them and wish them well, and pray to the Almighty that he may guide them to Islam and help them get rid of the worship of the humble human, who in respect of bearing hardships and trials, was in no way different from them. May he open their eyes so that they can see the truth of his faith and may he lead them to the best of all faiths, i.e. Islam. May he protect them against any loss, be it worldly or religious. This is my prayer and the reward of goodness is nothing but goodness. Only the one whose heart has become sinful and who follows Satan can commit wrong and return for goodness. Hence, I do not wish to follow those who are guilty of wrongdoing. The addressees of my critique in this booklet are only those Christian scholars or clergymen who have considered it their religious obligation to vituperate and blaspheme our chief and master, the best of all creation, i.e. the Holy Prophet. My Lord has therefore appointed me to stop and keep people away from committing this wrongdoing. God is the helper of his religion, and he is the best of helpers. My Lord, in order to help his faith, addressed me with words in which I find a great promise. He said, Give them good news of the days of Allah, and keep reminding them well.
I can therefore say with great conviction and confidence that God will help his religion and protect it from its enemies and will himself from the heavens make it prevail over all other religions. However, this victory will not be attained through any war or jihad, but rather through extraordinary signs and by the hand which will crush the skulls of the enemies. This is what we find written in his book, that my Lord once again sent down his revelation to me like he had sent it earlier. I have only given a summary of it. Allah would never go against his promise, and the wrongdoers will receive full requital for their wrongdoing. Hence, it was in accordance with this that the signs of the fulfillment of divine promise appeared in this age, and my Lord made his countenance manifest to the world through an extraordinary demonstration of his wrath. He showed signs of his retribution all over the world. Countless people have died due to the plague. Many have been uprooted by earthquakes and death overtook them. You can see that those who just a few days ago took pleasure in sleeping in their palatial homes are now lying dead in their graves. They are no longer seen to enjoy the company of their friends. Their palaces have been deserted and they have entered a home which does not allow them to return to their brethren and regain possession of their homes from their occupying neighbors. You can see that people are unable to protect themselves against this epidemic of plague. They fail to find any refuge from it under the heavens. Remember this calamity does not result from any ill luck or coincidence, as our opponents allege. Fortunate, therefore, is the one who recognizes these signs and enters into these rock valleys, i.e. life of hardship for Allah's sake. May Allah have mercy upon you. Remember these calamities were preordained. They were never witnessed by you prior to this age. Neither were they ever witnessed by your forefathers. Indeed, these signs have been shown for the sake of the one who has been raised among you by Allah, the great bestower, in order for Allah to revive the faith and establish his arguments, and in order to restore the lost greenery and verdure to its orchards and make its tree laden with holy fruits and turn the withering and burnable branches into fresh green boughs. This happens so that people may recognize the strength of the mighty faith of Allah and submit completely to their merciful Lord, and so that they might come to hate this world like the one whose heart is truly noble. When the day dawned for the revival of Islam and its truth was proven through incontrovertible arguments, then most of its opponents tried to keep their eyes low so as not to see the light of truth. They intentionally disliked the message of God Almighty. Alas for them, they flee from good and incline towards loss. Indeed, the time has come for the door of God Almighty to open. Is there anyone who is ready to knock upon it again and again? The fountain of cognizance is flowing for those who have eyes to see. Allah is most forgiving and merciful. Therefore, he does not reject anyone who comes to him with a righteous heart. To the one who asks for more, will God grant more? It is strange that this nation has combined physical poverty along with spiritual poverty, yet they think that they do not need a reformer from Allah, the benevolent. The doors of all kinds of goodness have been closed upon them, yet they imagine that they have been granted all kinds of bounties. They are content to live like animals, turning their faces away from Allah's blessings and rewards. I am amazed at their subdued resolve and degraded condition. 
Hence, I will continue to seek their reformation from the Almighty until they are granted success. Indeed, I have devoted most of my time, particularly early in the morning, to pray for them, and also I have devoted to their well-being, my eye, which can never overlook these concerns. Allah is my witness. I had informed them of the days of the plague before it actually broke out. I said nothing except when my Lord disclosed its secrets to me and commanded me to make them known. Only then did it happen that the plague caught them and death was inflicted upon them, and I had informed them of this at a time when no physician could predict it, and no sane person had prophesied about it. Then what followed was in accordance with what God had revealed to me. Indeed, this was a great argument from the Lord of the heavens, yet people did not turn their eyes towards it. There was none among them who shed tears, neither did they hasten to repent or do good deeds. On the contrary, they only increased in sinfulness and vice. They rejected me and called me a kafir and accused me of being the accursed Antichrist. In moments of my solitude, there was no one to console me except my Lord. In fact, they all united against me in abusing and vituperating me and chased me as creditors hound their debtors. Indeed, they did not recognize me on account of their age-old prejudice. I, therefore, kept myself hidden from their eyes like the people of the cave and inscription, and they rejected them, wrongfully and arrogantly, while their souls were convinced of them. Surah Namal, chapter 27, verse 15 of the Holy Quran. On account of their own injustice and transgression, they rejected divine signs despite the fact that at heart they had come to believe them. Hence, it was not possible for them to return to God after they had been guilty of violence and vice. By Allah, the signs of God Almighty showered from heaven like rain. There were lamps that radiated light, but failed to dispel the darkness that had overtaken people who remained seated on dry wood and who discarded lofty trees, luscious fruits, and the most beautiful flowers. Allah is my witness, I am at a loss to understand as to why in the presence of such evident signs they turned away from me and did this despite the fact that Allah had established his argument against them and against all those who had been overtaken by darkness. When I feared them like the one who is alone and helpless, the help of my Lord came to my rescue and increased day by day. I was granted this help and succor continuously until the time I had successfully established my argument. God Almighty always supported me, and divine signs became so large in number that I was unable to count them. However, I have considered appropriate to mention just one of these signs at the end of this book, so that it might benefit those who possess a righteous nature, and so that people may realize that succor from Allah encompasses both the east and the west of the earth. This has caused such a widespread acclaim among the righteous as well as the vicious that the holy influence of these signs has reached even America, one of the farthest countries of the world. Any revelation that was sent down to me by God Almighty with bright signs and incontrovertible arguments was not to support me alone, but rather to testify to the very truth of Islam. I am but a servant among so many. Indeed, I am amazed at the condition of the deniers. They insisted upon denial to an extent that they became foremost among those who were unfair. Each one of them tried hard, 
and exerted all his energies trying to blow out the light that descended from heaven. But Allah, <clears throat> but Allah, on the other hand, caused his light to shine brighter. He proved their efforts to be nothing better than dust. I saw their mischief to be like raging seas and devastating floods, but the end was that I was granted victory and they were defeated. I was honored and they were humiliated. Had this affair been from someone other than Allah, my opponents would have shattered me to pieces and removed all traces of mine from this world. But the hand of God safeguarded me against the mischief of my enemies until the signs he showed for me became known in far-off countries, and this was done by none other than the Lord of all the people. I would now like to write about the great sign that has been shown for the people of the American continent. Through the sun of my glory rose from the east, it became so bright that its dazzling light was seen by the people in the west in a remarkable manner. This happened purely on account of Allah's grace and mercy and his benevolence and graciousness. Hence, glad tidings are for those who recognize him and blessed are and the servants of Allah who accept him.